Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Anonymous Radio Network. I'm your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great show for you. Um, this is the final episode for this uh, Optional Opinion feature that I am trying out for this week. Um, I was covering the games that were shown at E3 in their press conferences. Uh, I started off with EA, then I went to Bethesda and Ubisoft. After that, I went to Microsoft, followed it up with Sony, and now we're at Nintendo. Um, and Nintendo had a great, great show. And a lot of people feel like that they won uh, off of one game, which is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's what they started off the show um, when they showed. Uh, and they did something different. They did more of a live stream, live feed, instead of having, holding a regular press, uh, conference or doing a Nintendo Direct. It was bringing in developers and to show off the games and talk about them. And they had a lot of games to show, whether they was playing it or they was doing, like, surprise commercials for it. So they brought Pokemon Sun and Moon, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Rumble Pocket, Axiom Verge, Jolten Valhalla Edition, Severed, Ever Oasis, Yokai Watch 2, Monster Hunter Generations, Dragon Quest 7, Mario Party Star Rush, Box Box Boy, Tokyo Mirage Session, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, Paper Mario Color Splash. And uh, for Yoga I Watch, it was Bunny Spirits uh, and Fleshy uh, fleshy Wounds, something like that. Um, and the way that I did this one, uh, just to give you guys heads up, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, I just made them all together because they kind of reviewed both games uh, in that manner. Um, and some of them, if they did a split, when I look at them, when I looked at the reviews, they were the same number. Um, Axiom First and Jotun and Severed they did come out on other platforms. And when I tried to look up for any reviews uh, for the Wii U version, they didn't really have any. So I used the reviews for uh, those past games. I just I went ahead with that. And for Yokai Watch 2, um, what I did was because some of the games both got, uh, once again, got uh, rated separately. Um, I just put all the scores together and came up with an average. So it might seem high. Um, that's because that's two games put together. So um, I'm going to start off with Pokemon Sun and Moon, which was released November 18th. Destructoid gave it a 9. Game Informer gave it an 8.5. GameSpot gave it an 8. IGN gave it a 9. Uh, and Polygon gave it an 8.5 for an average of an 8.6. And I am enjoying this game. I'm still playing it right now. I'm going through Sun, and then I'm going to end up playing Moon. I did buy both games. And they did a lot of changes for it to evolve the game. A lot of people are enjoying it. Um, it sold a ton, and I'm so proud that, you know, uh, the Pokemon company uh, took a step to change it up, change the formula up, and you know, kind of help it evolve and innovate. And look what that happened to it. It just sold just a ton. But the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, from the trailer until now, even though it met multiple delays, not only did it change open world gameplay, you know, people have been talking about this game still after two months that it came out and like you really people still don't want to know some things about it but it's kind of getting time that people are ready to spoil it and feel like you, the game should be finished but people are still buying it picking it up and still experiencing this great game and plus they just show how the new dlc will look and it looks amazing um 
All I can say is that it got perfect 10s across the board. Destroy Toy gave it a 10. Game Informer gave it a 10. GameSpot gave it a 10. IGN gave it a 10. And Polygon gave it a 10. So the average is a perfect 10 out of there. And it kind of deserves it. One of the highest rated games of this year. Um, there might be some other games that might beat it or come close to it. But man, it's still a great game to go back to play on Wii U or Switch. Uh, Rumble Pocket isn't out yet, but um, Axiom Virtual released on Wii U for September 1st Destructoid gave it a 7.5 Game Informer gave it a 9.25 GameSpot gave it an 8 IGN gave it a 7.9 and Polygon gave it a 7 for an average of 7.9. Um, you can now play it on uh, Xbox One Wii U, PS4 and Vita uh, still a great game. We interviewed Tom Hall uh, I mean um, Tom Hap on uh, World 1 1 podcast, me, Adrian, and Larry. So do check that out at shoutsengine.com. Um, you can hear that interview and kind of win something. We have a contest going on for it. He was very fun to talk to, very down to earth. Uh, so just give that a listen. Um, Jotun for Holland Edition was re- released on September 8th. Uh, GameSpot gave it an 8. IGN gave it an 8. So the average for it is an 8. Um, I just brought it on PC, um, and I do probably plan to double dip it and get it on Wii U because it looks really good. And Jotan, the Valhalla edition, did come out on Wii U, such as Axiom Verge also. Uh, Severa, which is from Drinkbox Studio, the, the makers of um, Guacamelee, uh, it came out on Wii U September 22nd and on 3DS October 13th and it's also on PlayStation Vita if you guys want to try that out Destructoid gave it a 9.5 Game Informer gave it an 8.5 GameSpot gave it an 8 IGN gave it a 6.4 and Polygon gave it a 9 for an average of 8.3 um, it, it seems fun I haven't picked it up yet but I do want to give it a try um, Everall Aces is not out but it does have a release date so I am looking very forward to playing that game. Um, Yokai Watch 2 uh, released on September 30th. Uh, Destructoid gave it a 7 and an 8.5. Game Informer gave it a 7. GameSpot gave it a 5. IGN gave it both 5.5s for each game. So the average came out to 9.6. I haven't picked up Yokai Watch 2 yet, but I do want to get both games. Um, they look fun. I did enjoy the first one. I need to uh, just finish it. Uh, so I can help hurry up and jump in uh, number two because I do want to support this game and hopefully you know that uh, Yokai Watch Three will come to America later on in the year. Uh, moving on, Master Hunter Generation released on July fifteenth on 3DS. Destructoy gave it a nine point five. Game Informer gave it an eight point seventy five. GameSpot giving it a, gave it an eight. IGN gave it an 8 and Polygon gave it an 8.5 for an average of 8.6. It seems really fun, really good. I love the artwork of the box cover. Um, and our good old friend, our West Coast correspondent, uh, Tony Zelikakis, did pick it up and he really enjoyed the game. Uh, Dragon Quest 7 is out, but I couldn't find no reviews for it uh, due to the fact that it is a remake of the PlayStation 1 game, but it, you know, has some new f- new features. When I tried to check the most of the main gaming websites, they did not have a review for it. Um, but it from from the looks of it, that is uh, just a great game. Also, Dragon Quest 8 is also available out uh, for 3DS, uh, but they didn't show it at the E3, so I didn't add it on this list. 
Uh, Mario Party Star Rush uh, came out November 4th for 3DS. Uh, Destructoid gave it a 5.5. Game Informer gave it a 6.5. IGN gave it a 5.2 for an average of 5.7. They, it, a lot of people thought it was average and, and you know, middle of the road. Very mediocre. Um, I didn't pick it up because, um, like, the Mario Party games is just not for me uh, at this moment of time. Uh, I did enjoy it when I was a little bit younger, but now I just like, oh, it's, it's a fun game. Um, Box Box Boy uh, released on June 30th. Destructoid gave it a 7.5. Game Informer gave it an 8. IGN gave it a 7.8 for an average of 7.8. And also, Bye Bye Box Boy, which is the final third game, is out so you guys could get that game too. Uh, people truly enjoyed uh, Box Box Boy. I haven't picked it up. I still have Box Boy, the first one, but I do plan to get the second and third one. I just got so many games on my 3DS and everywhere to play around, but the puzzles look entry uh entry no uh very interesting uh and i can't wait to just figure out stuff on my own and kind of laugh and be like oh i get it um i do do and truly enjoy that game um tokyo mirage session on wii u released on june 24th destructory gave it an 8 game informer gave it an 8.25 gamespot gave it an 8 ign gave it a 7.6 and polygon gave it a 9.5 for average of 8.3 this is a game for um that uses um atlas and um the people who made the Fire Emblem games come together and make an RPG. It looks beautiful. The game is subtitled, but man, I'm having so much fun. It does have that Persona vibe to it, and I'm just loving it. I am planning to return to that game and finish it. I've been so ready to play this game, and I got it, and then got stuck playing other games. Um, so I do plan on to return uh, returning that game to that game and just listen to the fantastic fantastic music that fight system is just so wonderful so down to earth that you could easily get um rhythm heaven mega mix released on june 15th on 3d 3ds it's only a digital version there is no physical copies for it uh destroy toy give it a nine game informer give it an 8.5 for an average of 8.8 um the rhythm heaven mega mix games or the rhythm heaven games i should say great music you know great gameplay it seems that they kind of fixed it fixed that in there in this game um i still want another leap beat ages to come to the states uh i just want a new one for 3ds um but this one seems very fun very colorful um people really laughed and enjoyed it um so I say pick it up if you guys are interested. Um, Paper Mario Color Splash with uh, Wii U released October 7th. Destructor gave it an 8.5. Game Informer gave it an 8.5. GameSpot gave it a 7. IGN gave it a 7.3. And Polygon gave it a 6.5 for an average of 7.6. It's very beautiful. It's very comedic. I enjoyed this game. Um, I still got to go back and finish it. Uh, like I said, other games came out and I had to float around. Uh, yeah, so this end up in my backlog. So there's still games that I need to finish, but I literally have been laughing. I've been enjoying the challenge. Um, the writing is phenomenal. I just, I just love how Nintendo used the Paper Mario series. That you know, it's colorful, it's playful, um, but it's deep and it's uh, pretty much just fun. So out of all of this, the total average 8.3. I actually reviewed 12 games ever since this this the um 
the showings of these games. So the games that did come out was Pokemon Sun and Moon, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Axiom Verge, Jotun, Severed, Yokai Watch 2, Monster Hunter Generation, um, and didn't include Dragon Quest 7, but that is out, and also Dragon Quest 8, Mario Party, Star Rush, Box Box Boy, Tokyo Mirage Session, uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, and Paper Mario Color Splash, uh, for the total average of 8.3. Wow. And this is, and that's from 12 games. Compared to all the other, uh, companies, they didn't have as nearly as many games that they show, even though they almost got the same rank. So, if we look at the whole conference uh, together, EA got an 8, Bethesda got an 8, Ubisoft got a 7, Microsoft got an 8, Sony got an 8, and Nintendo got an 8. So across the board, besides Ubisoft, it's all equal. Uh, it's just shocking that, you know, people thought that Nintendo wouldn't have much to show, and they had a ton to show. And still, that one game, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, has won people over so that's E3. Um, how do your games do, Nintendo? <laughs> I forgot to say that. Uh, I just got to say, man, out of all of this, I feel like Nintendo personally won because they they had a strong showing, and most of the games on this list I've had, I purchased, um, or I mean, I'm still ready to pick up. Not saying that Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Bethesda, EA didn't show. Uh, didn't have good showings, you know. EA really needs needs to improve. Um, you can check out me and the Corey's discussion about that because EA was kind of boring. Uh, Microsoft this year definitely have a lot to improve. They gotta show us what games are coming so they could have people, be, you know, keep people interested in buying games for the Xbox One. Uh, we know Sony's gonna probably play it safe, so I expect them just to give us release dates for the games that's supposed to be coming. Ubisoft, we don't know what they're planning on uh, for the future, but besides just dance, and I guess there's a rumor of Mario and Rabbit's game. Who knows about anything about that? Um, but they, they're going to have a lot to show. That's my that's my opinion on it. Um, then the Nintendo, we don't know what they're going to show. We know that the 2DS XL got announced, so they'll probably speak more about that with this 150 price point and it coming out June 28th. So, you know, they'll probably have some games that you uh, play on that was only exclusive to the new 3DS. You can play it on the 2DS. So, um, it's going to be a good E3 this year. Um, and I gotta say, just wow, I truly love it. Now, I didn't add all the scores for this uh, whole press conference of, you know, of E3. Um, but I, it would probably still be in the 8 range due to the fact that the uh, majority of it are 8s for it. Um, but I, I am looking forward to this year's E3. Corey, Larry, and I... Uh, got things planned. You know, me and Larry got uh, stuff planned for World One One that week. So we're gonna probably be doing articles and podcasts uh, that you guys can check out on the World One One podcast forum, and hopefully on Shout Engine. We're gonna be trying to get some episodes or mini episodes out for that. Um, me and Corey, we got a lot of stuff planned for 
uh, each press conference. Um, we're going to be trying to, you know, do some reactions, talk about that, write some things up. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, you guys will be able to join us and listen to our thoughts and what we see. But definitely for optional opinion, I'll, I'm going to try to get as many guests that I can. Of course, I'm going to also be doing my own very reporting for optional opinion to make sure that people can hear an awesome um, show to hear my thoughts on what I thought about the conference, the games, uh, and, you know, still be able to talk to certain guests and get their thoughts onto the show. Because uh, optional opinion is still important. You know, I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of work with everybody else. And I truly am thankful for that. Um, but, you know, with optional opinion, sometimes I got to make that my main thing. And, you know, make sure that I give you guys the best content that I can. And make sure that you guys are enjoying it. So, uh, with that being said, everybody, thank you for listening. I do want to hear what you guys think about Nintendo's press conference. I want to know what you think about this audio optional opinion feature. Um, I am sorry for any kind of late episodes, um, trying to get them up. Um, I did go out of town on vacation and I did, but I was recording with Larry Giver for World 1-1 podcast. So I wasn't able to get up the past episodes. Um, so you guys are getting this hot and fresh, um, but I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for the feedback. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. Um, you can email the show at my up to comment at yahoo.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitch at the lyrical one. Also, that's my let's learn. You can, uh, read my blogs on skirmishfrogs.com. It's called the moment. I will be having new content going up there. Um, I also do Nintendo power block with Corey that you guys can check on NGR radio. Um, you can check that on ngrradio.com or our YouTube page, NGR Radio, or even our Facebook place, uh, place page, uh, NGR Radio or Nurse Gone Wrong uh, Radio on Facebook. Um, you can check me out also on World One One Podcast. Uh, follow us at World One Underscore One Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can email at email the show at world one one podcast at gmail.com i do a lot of plugging for stuff um i will be returning back to optional opinion for some written content for the month of may i got a good one um and i just brought some games that's going to support uh what that theme is so i do want to uh hopefully you guys can check that out um because of all these optional opinion features that i did this week um there won't be a show uh this coming friday so if you're listening to this um it won't be one for friday uh you got got you guys got a lot of content that you guys can listen to for it um there will be a new episode uh coming up next week that you guys can listen to so i will be um, back on track um also i'm getting ready for the backlog bash uh games for june and uh, july and that's um i i pick stuff from my backlog and i give it two weeks um and then at the end of both months of july of june and july i report on the games that i did play um i am going to be going through my list uh since i do have a wii u a xbox one a ps4 i am planning on getting a nintendo switch so th hopefully that one will be added into that and i catch up on some of those games 
So with that, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, and thank you guys um, for, you know, trust your support and, you know, checking the show out and letting me know what you guys think and sharing it with your friends and your family members listening to work or wherever you're listening to. Um, the music for this show, um, the first song was The Happy Unfortunate by New Job Best. Um, it's the tribute mix from Envoy Beats. Um, Thomas Prime, Spirited Beginnings. That's New Job Best tribute again by Wander. Uh, New Job Best Child Attraction, Peter Cooley remix. Casey uh, Nassat, um, New Job Best Blessing It remix. Uh, instrumental uh, Beat Project, New Job Best, The Final View. Uh, that's by Cherry Bomber 13 and Andes Passion uh, Tribute. Uh, that's by Andy H. And this one that's playing, uh, that's just played, was G Eternal New Jobbest Tribute. Um, so uh, thank you guys for just listening. Um, this last track that I'm going to play is called King Most Sun Friend to Tokyo UMV um, by Soul Creative One. So I hope you guys do enjoy. Um, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Go ahead and enjoy some games that you guys are playing. And I'll let you catch up with you guys later. And with that, I am out. Peace.